Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. So this is the Flogcast post-season episode, Starburn here, and I'm joined by the number one Kool-Aid chugger from Essendon, Hadouken. Can't update, still Subaru, thanks. Uh, the number one tomboy deal lover, Ant. Rookie Wade. <laughs> Mr. Moral Victory, Cookson. Does for how the Saints look from here. <laughs> <laughs> the bravest supporter of, of the bravest club, Morgan Ashley. And club champion. Hello. Club champion. Oh, God, is that going to become a thing? That's like how Just a Battler called himself Vlogstradamus for the first six months of the year after he won the predictions last year. Yeah, but is Vlogstradamus really that good a title? I mean, Chuck Old Chicken deserves a Vlogstradamus for his <laughs> Bob Murphy thread. I think it's that title's kind of hit Just wait, the bottom. Even a broken clocks right twice a day. So. You throw enough darts. Mm. Well, that's how Amstaff has so many. He's thrown a <laughs> lot of darts. And finally, we have our North supporter, Dan. I've got nothing special to say. <laughs> so the big elephant in the room here is that we don't have any hawks. What happened to Nerd? He left, I think, because we were waiting for Penal too long, and Penal hasn't <laughs> turned up. So they've we've, we've gone from one goof. hawk, hoping for two, to zero. They've I'm driven. sure someone can goo about them. Yeah, well, does anyone here actually want to goo about Hawthorne? <laughs> no. I, I have massive disappointment considering this time last year we had a very drunk penal on and now we haven't got him on at all this grand final was this more west coast losing or Hawthorne winning well we'll go with goo or tears first and we'll find out yeah. does anyone have any goo or any tears it's hard to be gooey or teary over a, a neutral sort of grand final and it was a pretty dull game yeah I wouldn't say it's goo but I enjoyed like doing a lap of honour in the Gatorade <laughs> I thought that was funny but other than that it was an expected result Hawthorne winning so yeah. It was a pretty boring grand final, really, wasn't it? Mm. I've got tears because now it's trade period, and these are tears of laughter, by the way, but every Carlton fucking supporter is like, we're in a good position. We're going <laughs> to win the flag. You fucking God, just shut the fuck up. While you're trading Liam Jones for Billings, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will kill myself if that happens. I saw a quote from a Carlton supporter. Like I think someone posted it today about they're in a better place than St Kilda. Was that one you posted, Cookie? Oh, pretty much. They're yeah. just in a better place, better list. Well, maybe it was being literal. Two years into I mean, a rebuild like no, I mean, no, be, you're, be, you're at ground zero. Be fair, maybe they were being a bit more literal, like Carlton <laughs> is a better place than Seaford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there must that, be. That, that is true. It there, is a better a place. Of, there are it a couple a... of good restaurants in Carlton. I don't know about Seaford. Geographically is the only way that Carlton... Seaford, you can get stabbed because you're <laughs> close <laughs> to Cannonhook. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I'll just stop us all there because I do believe we finally have some goo. Oh, here comes the goo. (laughs) (laughs) Better late than never. You know the famous saying, right? Goo things come to those who wait. (laughs) And we've been waiting and waiting. We're just doing the hellos as well, man. Goo timing, man. Goo timing. (laughs) Weren't we supposed to say we just analysed the game and we're moving on? Oh, yeah. That too. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Pina. We're we're talking about trade week, so. And why Carlton are deluded cunts. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we pretty much went, yeah, grand final was boring. Okay, moving on. And that was that. we also right. talked about <laughs> Penal. We also talked about how you turned up sober and everyone else was off their tits, <laughs> and you were kind of giving us those looks like, um... <laughs> "What's wrong with these people?" To be fair, you had been going since like eleven, and um, yeah, like you said, I rocked up at four or something. Oh, was it that early? Fuck. Yeah, no, I was, well, we we left there at like seven, so uh, he was there by at least five. Because oh, um, the biggest thing from that take I took away from that everyone was disappointed that Fifey wasn't as short as I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the first thing Reap said. I, I was expecting Peter Dinklage. <laughs> 
but no, we are actually on do or tears penal. So if you want to weigh in, because the rest of us were struggling, but I'm sure you've got a mountain of goo to spill. Look, I'm going to spill three loads of goo. Uh, the first one is for, for Ryan Schoenmakers. What a great story. That's what football's all about. And The comb-overs. It's all about the comb-overs. You wanted this guy gone weeks ago, penal. You were off the wagon. I was never off the wagon. It shows how good Coach Clarkson is. I mean, he's hiding one of the worst defenders ever on the hard half forward line. (laughs) That's genius. He's making him look like a star. I mean, the fucking collective orgasm from the Hawthorne sections of the crowd when he took that mark in the third quarter, you know, the big pack mark over the top, that was just something to behold. In fairness, fairness, he did have a good game and he should have been Norm Smith medalist. I'm just putting that angle. This is the part where I get to have my tears. Norm Smith medalist selectors, you are goo chuggers. <laughs> but Cyril's taps are that much oh, more two, 18 disposals and two goals. Did you see his intercept? That was my second load of goo. The first one was the Shunmaker story in the mark. Second one is that intercept from Cyril. I mean, how fucking clever is he? Like, his, <laughs> but really, his, his football to... IQ is 260. He's the Stephen Hawking of football. <laughs> But talking about intercepts, though, man, I mean, that's all Melbourne can talk about when I talk about Jack Watts. Intercepts. So Cyril is Jack Watts. No, Cyril is what Jack Watts would be if Jack Watts had heart, talent, desire, drive, and, you know, uh, actual fucking pace. Bubbles. <laughs> it was a full team performance because you had players 21 and 22 in Rioli and Sean Makers basically bet four Hawthorne on the day. 21 and 22, that's very fair to Hill. And Lewis. Oh, so, okay. We'll and Suckling, I guess, too. What, what's your gold medal goo, Penal? No, the, the gold medal was uh, was Sean Makers, obviously. The, the bronze medal, I'm starting from the top because, I mean... You don't go uh, gold down to bronze. You go well, bronze I mean, to what? I didn't want to build it up because you had to let it out early because if, if, if you build it up, it kind of hurts. <laughs> yeah, my, my bronze medal was for the um, for the West Coast supporters at the game. You know, uh, all of the West Coast supporters that I talked to at the game or in Melbourne were pretty good people. A lot of uh, knowledgeable football people amongst them and no fucking idiots like the blokes at the Fremantle game last week. Kudos to the West Coast uh, supporters for not embarrassing yourselves and for being generally classy. There you go. They boomed. Climax. You should have gone the yeah. other way. And also, um, Penal, um, you know, after this, um, you know, 3 P. Just a question on the Hawks' future. Does for hell Hawks look from here? I have goo and tears. I have goo for the after siren celebration, the home players with their kids. I thought it was magnificent. They were so, oh, t- I had actual tears when Jordan yeah, looked so Harry. We're, we're not gay. We're not gay. We have children. We're not gay. Yeah. So oh, I, 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 I agree. I mean, the whole David Hale one, I was like, brought a tear to my eye as well. He dissed the kid. <laughs> he did, went to the hot, did that handshake and went, no, no. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had actual tears when Jordan Lewis carried his son onto the ground. Sam Mitchell and I had relief when he didn't. Drop I thought him. it was. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Don't drop the kid, man." It was lovely. It was really nice to watch. And I have tears for every West Coast Orphan supporter who ended the game and made their way to Fed Square. And look, it was a procession from a funeral. Seriously, if you've just won three premierships in a row, get excited, you bastards! It was like nobody won. There was no atmosphere. There was no nothing. But that's because they're all tired from the goo explosion. You're like dead inside. Lift, you pricks. <laughs> I'm sorry, you've learned free flags. Fair, Fucking celebrate. I mean, if I was secured To be fair, we're used to the success by now. I mean, if coming, you're coming secure, down obviously you're going to celebrate. Coming, coming down off all those bills is hard. It's not easy. Can I just go back to my tears about the, all the strength selectors? Because 18 disposals and two goals and all the clever tap-ons. If we're going to play the fucking stats game may a Hawthorne supporter never again say Jimmy Bartel did not deserve his Norm Smith at 26 disposals and 3 goals if you think Rioli deserves it you have to acknowledge it Bartel did enough and if that hurts you deep inside well good I'm not going to comment on the Bartel one because I'm not hodgepodge but um, (laughs) to be fair just talking about Cyril Cyril's influence on the game early when it was to be won was the most influential honestly I thought Smith was Smith was very very unlucky 
not to call more than one vote because the only 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 one yeah, uh, threw in a, a vote. I thought Cyril was in the best three on the ground, but I thought Smith and Mitchell gave four quarters. I, I, leg- I legitimately thought toss up between Rioli and Smith, and I was very surprised at how big the gap was between those two. I, I kind it's, of agree. It should have been Smith all the way, but I kind of have to agree with Penal because um, Rioli's first quarter was the best quarter I've seen him play. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Dis- do much. I don't disagree with that. I thought two and three, he didn't do much. In the fourth, he reminded everyone he was still there, but apart from the intercept, which I think was the second quarter. That was probably the only thing he did in those two quarters, but the first one, certainly yeah. in the last one, he That was the, the third quarter, I think, because that's um, when West Coast were coming. Mm. And the one thing he did in the two, second and third quarters stood out, but I just thought that Smith gave constant drive. West Coast were coming, and then Cyril made that intercept, and uh, the Hawthorne supporters were coming. Uh, <laughs> but West Coast really weren't coming. I mean, they had a bit of a dip, and then they just fell to pieces. They choked. Darling, the called Darling chinned the ball, and they... Darling, Darling dropped four but it, I reckon it started with Wellingham squibbing it, going back with the flight and giving... <laughs> Wasn't that third quarter, though? Yeah, it was the third quarter when they started. It was started. all over by the third quarter. Yeah. Like, it was all over by the second. Could, it was pick, over after. I did like Wellingham putting good bloke on his ass. You could that pick examples fantastic. from the whole game of whether Eagles players just um, crack under pressure, like Shuey, um, uh, yeah, Shuey not giving the handball, shot. running into the open goal. That was, like, the I mean, first yeah. miss of the day. And then yeah. from there, everyone started missing. I mean, Shannon Hearn played a complete shocker. He just was terrible. I mean, I mean that's... Well, it was very hard to find a good West Coast player. It's very hard to find a bad Hawthorne player. Royals went McGovern. hard on that nearly straight after Gaff the game. and McGovern were the only two. But no, but the thing is, um, Hawthorne were a bit scrappy in the first quarter. There, they gave West Coast a lot of chances. I mean, Hodge was doing some stupid kicks, and he, he squibbed a few in the first quarter too. Good bloke. And they'll, 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 they'll make their disposal was just a bit messy, and you know, the West Coast had a few turnovers, yet they'd kick a point. At one stage there, they had the same amount of scoring as um, Hawthorne, except it was flipped. I mean, it was like one goal, nine to nine goals, one or something crazy. But... Yeah, but that's what happens. Bad kicking is bad football, and we say it all the but time. But what I'm trying to say, though, is it's really West Coast played themselves out of the game more than Hawthorne really dominating at the start there. And that is also why Jack Darling won the Leon Davis medal with 45.4% of the vote ahead of Kennedy with 282 And that's why Darling won, because Kennedy might have been invisible, but Darling fucked up their chances and was a momentum killer. All right, I've got something a little bit special here, Fife. Goo and tears. I've got both, which put together makes gears, or what grinds my gears in this grand final. Hawthorne is now officially, 2015, is the worst premiership team of all time. All time. Of all time. All time. Let me read some names out to you. This is according to fucking Dan 26's rankings. Oh, it will eventually probably get oh. sorted into that, but this is, no, this is me. I have this no is all with that retard, okay. just so everyone let's, knows. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> David Hale. Seriously, a lumbering... Retard. Yeah, pretty much. The guy looks like Lurch, plays like Lurch. What did he actually do in the grand final? I don't recall. Does anyone remember? Did he do anything? He got some... Nui Markless. <laughs> Taylor Dure. What did he do? He kicked the ball oh, once. He, he, he like he's a fucking he's not... gun. Did you see him sit Lacroix on his ass? Oh, he, he knocked over the, the Frenchman. Wow. Jeez, what a contribution. He had a, he had a blind so, against Freeman. Ray was best, best on ground against Fremantle and was had a really no, good game against West I'm talking West about the Coast. grand final here. Not, not over the year. I'm talking about the grand final itself. The team that played. And, and what I'm saying is take this team, compare it to any other premiership team from any year, any era. I don't care. They will beat the shit out of Hawthorne. What about that the is, Hawthorne that is, now, now, wait, then we've got... Biggest inverse, load of bullshit I've ever heard. Inverse Michael Jackson, Jack Gunston. White man wears one black glove. Right? He had a good game. He played all right. What is it, four goals? He was okay. Suckling. Uh-huh. Big boy McAvoy, lumbering Big idiot. boy, he was a fucking Hail champion. Mark two. Hodge played an okay game when he wasn't squibbing things in the first Paul Foppler played a shit game. Paul, well, no, sorry, you can't call him Paul. It's Poppy. Poppy. Oh, Poppy, yeah, Poppy. You've got to call him Poppy. Poppy's not Poppy. Poppy. Poppy's ducking. Poppy's weaving. Poppy's kicked it out of bounds on the full. Yay, Poppy. Poppy. Lewis played all right. Jared right. Ruffhead played a good game. He played shocking. Mm. The way you're describing the side, it sounds like they're lucky to make the finals. <laughs> they, they kind so, of were. The people are comparing this side to one of the greatest sides of all time. I, like, there's that's, no doubt that's, about it. Yeah, this is the greatest side claiming. of all time. <laughs> this is no, I, Smith played a good game. Ryan Schoenmakers. Fucking oh, gun. This, this is the Australian centre-half year. Liam Invisible Man Shields. I, I finally noticed him in the fourth quarter. He got a 
possession. I'm like, oh, the guy who tagged Prittis out of the game. Jordan Lewis. Jordan Lewis did not even tag Prittis, did he? How many possessions did Prittis have? Prittis was probably West Coast's only decent midfielder. He had three possessions or something. Seven possessions to half time, did Prittis. And then obviously it was like, oh, yeah, game over. We'll release. Then what uh, the fuck did Lewis do? Okay, okay. You've got the best tagger. Woohoo. Now, Sam Mitchell played a good game. Bradley Hill. Yeah, there's a contributor for you. That guy's got three premiership medals. That's a disgrace. Did anyone play a good game, Hadouken? Uh, a couple of them. Like I said... Um... <laughs> a couple of them carried them to a third grand premiership. Um, well, now, this is the point. Zero. West Coast, as a team, were collectively like a little bit of shit on the bottom of my shoe. That was West Coast on the day. They were that bad. They were that horrible. I mean, following on from Hadouken, let's just speak some names here. All right, Brisbane. Chris Johnson. Michael was better. Luke Power. Lepich. Lappin. Acker. Voss. Brown. There's a couple Mike. of Brownlow medalists in all Australians. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> but in that fucking Brisbane team that won three in a row, yes, of course you had the Vosses, the Yakas, and the what, like you've got your Mitchells. They and didn't Hodges. have a yeah. number 22 Ryan <laughs> But Brisbane had their fucking Richard Hadleys and Craig McRae's, who were the, the role Clark players that complement. Had Clark Hiddings. Yeah, Clark Hiddings stood Robert up and was Copeland. He, he was Mr. September. Brisbane Lions didn't lose a Lance Franklin during their peak as well. If they had to travel week in, week out. Lynch was on steroids. Tra- travels overrated. So, they had those injections that Essendon were so upset about. Let, <laughs> let me let me say congratulations, Hawthorne 2015. You did it. You've three-peated. You've won. Well done. You are still shithouse. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking greatest team of all time, and you would have to be an idiot not to Ryan recognize that. <laughs> greatest team of all time. Matthew Suckling. <laughs> Bradley fucking Hill. Every team needs exactly. their role players. David Hale, brilliant what's role player. role playing? A little girl that's scared and lost and alone? Don't insult girls. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. A uh, little Jack Watts. Yeah, Jack Watts that's scared and lost and alone. This Hawthorne team is more vanilla than vanilla fucking ice cream. There's no flavour. There's no substance. Hello, Cocoa Pops flavoured. <laughs> anyway, who hasn't had good tears? I've got fucking tears for Hadouken's <laughs> terrible <laughs> argument. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get Shep on just to balance out that idiocy? Actually, I'll just have another bit of goo. I mean, Jamie Cripps, you wanted to leave St Kilda and you played shit on the grand final, you choking diabetic cunt. Oh, <laughs> Tash. Yeah, Paddy McCartan's a diabetic. Yeah, but Paddy's a good guy. Well, he oh, he's a good bloke. He's like Hodge. He, and he was honest about it. Cripps hid it from us till like fucking halfway through first preseason. Oh, well, if his club supporter's going to act like this about it, I'm not surprised. <laughs> no wonder Billings wants to leave. Wait, it's a bit chunky. Okay. <laughs> not yet. He's signed fucking for St Kilda last year for a three-year deal. You can suck my dick. Oh, yeah, Dane Beam says deal means jack shit. Ant hasn't gone, I don't think. Oh, man. I don't know, it's kind of a boring grand final. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have extra goo. I have goo for the bar at Federation Square who gave us a $60 bill for being there for seven hours worth of drinks, two main meals, and dessert. Thank you. How'd you scam that? Don't know. That's just what they charged me when I went up there and I paid and ran away. That's very dishonest. And, and then some bloke who fucking rocks up for one drink with his mate has probably got a $700 bill from all your drinks and meals. Unlucky. So anyone else have any goo or tears to add? No, I'm done. This has basically become our review by default, <laughs> but was there anything else out of the day we want to discuss? Kennedy went missing. Like, he yo, got Bronx cheered in, his, in the grand final by West Coast. Like, when you get Bronx cheered in the grand final, you know you've had a shit game. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the grand final's half corporates, so only half the ground actually noticed that you weren't <laughs> missing all game. So yeah, the, the top three votes in the Leon Davis, uh, Darling, Kennedy and Natanui, so three big blokes. In fairness, Kennedy did have Brian Leg and Josh Gibson hanging off him all game, and he had pathetic supply. Yeah, and Darling was fucking up everything that came his way to make matters worse. I mean, key forwards just have shocking grand finals. I mean, apart from Franklin, he's kicked a few. Gunston, he did it in downhill skis. No, he kicked important goals. He was the Stevie J of this year, when Stevie J was iffy to play against Collingwood, and he was a big difference maker, and Gunston was as well, even though it was 40-odd points. He kicked four goals and all of them were needed. Wellington wouldn't go within 20 metres of him. The traditional key forwards just don't play well in grand finals for some reason. It's not as much of a uh, gravy, 
out the grand final for key forwards as it is for small forwards, though. Small forwards hate grand finals. Like, this is the first time a Leon Davis medal's been won by a non-small forward type because there's, you look at the list of them, Ballantyne, Didac, Well, now, Jessa. that only endorses Surioli's... Poppy could have been a contender. He really did jack True. shit throughout the whole game. If West Coast had won, he would have been someone else. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. It, I forgot Poppy. I mean, if West Coast had won, then you could make strong arguments for sort of Puopolo or Hill or Bruce, <laughs> potentially. Bruce was another one who sort of... You could make arguments visible. for three of the four Ruckman who were on the ground. How, however, West Coast probably had 17 of the oh, worst 22 like players Lecra, on the ground. They were Lecra just that bad. Just, or worse, yeah. Are we going to yeah. review our predictions? Because I did predict Chewy to be pretty fucking bad. Yeah, but you, blah, 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 blah. you didn't get the Leon Davis. Like, trying to make um, it all I think about it was you Network again, Nerd did with the yeah. shit I, on your, <laughs> your throat, Jack Darling. I, I predicted McGovern to go forward and kick goals, and last quarter, he did it. If they started McGovern forward, they win the game. Junk time, McGovern. <laughs> it's McGovern, and we all should show him love and respect. Anything else to add about the game itself? You could say it's probably a bit similar to the 91 Grand Final, where a two-old Hawthorne team dominates the kind of young West Coast team. I think the way Hawthorne limped to the line this year, I get the feeling this is it for them. Like, they'll probably be thereabouts well, again. The retirements and maybe... have started already. Lake and Hale have retired. Who's going to go past us, though? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I think you're going to go backwards enough the same way that Geelong kind of did in 2012, where the Swans were able... I look forward to the argument from Hadouken as to why we're going to go backwards, because we're losing David Hale, who you have all, all day, all year, not rated at all. I'm not making that argument. I'm making the argument that you limped to the line this year, and I think you timed it perfectly, and yet now, all of a sudden, some of them are going to start to drop away, and I don't think a younger brigade's good enough to keep bringing it through for you. Hawthorne set themselves for this. They got where they wanted to get to. They got to the game itself, and they were just... They knew what they were doing on the day. They did what they had to do, played solid football while his West Coast imploded. It was a professional performance, really. I just don't think they'll win enough home and away games next year to get there. I think we uh, have got another one in us. Uh, that'll shut the doubters up, hopefully. <laughs> is it time for Fawthorne? It is time for Fawthorne, but I've just realised that we could win the next seven in a row, and Geelong supporters would still fucking claim that their little pathetic excuse for a dynasty when they didn't even go back-to-back is better but than But really, if, if Hawthorne win it next year, does that really say something about the quality of the league? I no, think... it says something about the quality of Hawthorne to be that much better than Brian everyone Schoen else makers, year in, year out. Ben Stratton, right? Ben McAvoy. You are, you are literally Suckling. reading out names who would be just, yeah, top 10 from... players at every other club <laughs> in the league. We're just so good that they're in Who's your seventh best player there, Penal? That would be Paul Piopolo. I know, Jordan Lewis, probably seventh best player. He's, he's, he's on Grig level, yeah. And just on that, it's been happening, and I did hint at it before we came onto air. The Richmond BNF was on tonight, and Sean Grigg has come in ninth, not quite oh. seventh, but ninth. Oh. He went very close. Uh, who won the award? Ah, uh, Rance. Oh, I was going to say it wasn't Cochin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, there's more that happens on Grand Final Day than just the game, as we know. And I guess we'll start with the sprint. <laughs> Major Magic Door. Magic Door got across the line. Mate, that's not the only thing. Cabbies beat Lewis Taylor. <laughs> So not only does Lewis Taylor not gain ground by exposure, he can't really cover it by foot either. Do clubs even put in their fastest player? No. no well, I mean, other than Magic didn't. Door, because they needed the money. But Well, the did you see that um, North won the kick across the Yarracom? Yeah, Pete. Yeah, two out of three ain't bad. Now we just need to get the premiership. <laughs> <laughs> got, a, got all the other important awards, eh? Yeah. It was a great kick by Petrie, but the wind did turn, which was very much assisting him. That sounds like the bloody four-goal wind that Penal was coming. <laughs> Three out of four quarters. Oh, no, no. Everyone that kicked that'd, that'd late. That'd be Fawthorne already if it wasn't for that win. No. Everyone <laughs> that kicked late in the competition was doing a lot better than, like, Fletcher only kicked it less than 40 metres because he was kicking into the wind. And then at the end, it turned around. Rance was leading and then Cloak kicked it further than him and Petrie won. It was good, though. A bit of fun. Anything else on the sprint? Lee Montagno fell flat on his face. That was pretty funny. What? He fell on his face. Yeah, he, like, slipped over. What the hell was he doing in the race? He's not quick. Yeah, but you get free grand final tickets when you do it so you fucking don't all up. AFL players get free they do but final. you get an extra yeah. two in case, in case you want to give them away to someone else. <laughs> oh, okay. so Lee, Lee need a new spit rose partner oh, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh wow but yeah Mad Jack was in the sprint too they probably had a sprint grand final <laughs> oh, Mad Jack doesn't there's more of Mad Jack to go around he doesn't need someone else <laughs> it needs to be addressed that bulge was ridiculous absolutely fucking ridiculous he should not be wearing tights ever again. Certainly not yellow. If I was him, I'd be wearing those tights. (laughs) 
Imagine what Nick Del Santo is thinking or seeing that every day. Well, he, well <laughs> obviously Del the Santo. Magic must have had a bit of an advantage going over the line in the sprint because I mean, he would have got over about a second before him. <laughs> Why do they do this? Does it really matter? It's a tradition that they keep running with, like how they keep wheeling Mike Brady out every year. Even though this year, I think he was mind- he was lip syncing. He was fucking yeah. shit. You know, it's just one of those traditions they run with. And maybe they could go a new tradition and get meatloaf every year. <laughs> Get him to do the sprint. I'm just gonna say <laughs> No, I think we should have a new award on the bay. More of a we should, for the worst media performer or fucking song person on the day, we call it the Meatloaf Medal and Dick goes to that Eli Gooling or whatever the Ellie fuck. Ellie Gooling. I'm an obvious lip syncing. I mean at least put a half arse effort in. It's what we at least deserved. It's really funny because she, you know, got a decent crown whereas poor Chris Isaac looked like he was in a North game. There was fucking no one watching him when they he went on. should have put Chris Isaac at half time. He's really not he's is not built for it. Even with a packed stadium, I don't think anyone really wants to hear that. It doesn't really reverberate around. Like that's why I guess Brian Adams, despite being Brian Adams, actually worked. Oh, he was he was good. I yeah, thought. he was probably the best one that since Lionel Rich. <laughs> Someone in the Flogcast thread said I got my prediction right regarding the national anthem. Was that true? You did. She fucked up a line. Well, that counts then. I'm a winner. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. North has got their trifecta. You wanted the third one. You got it. You won the yeah. kicking comp. You won sprint, and now you won the Flogcast tip. Oh, it's going to be hard to go back the back of all those three then. The entertainment was actually reasonable but they should have I guess moved it a bit near yeah, some of it at half time and yeah Chris Isaac was on way too early because I know he was there because the Channel 7 wanted him but that was kind of embarrassing looking around there's no one in the seats. He might have played to more people at the sound check two days before but anything else on the day itself or? It was hot. Hottest ever. Yep. That was just because uh, Sean Makers was there. Anyone want to add anything about say the parade or anything? There was nobody who streaks so poor form by them. Mm, yeah that's right Divi Blues did not streak so he got a badge and applied it. There was a couple of interested onlookers as he did that. Well, <laughs> considering you and Reap were telling me to do it and when we're all drunk, you know how hard it is to get into desktop view on a mobile phone I can do and it go in the admin control panel? Yeah, little Fife is intimidating me. <laughs> but we will go do back it, earlier into the week and two days before the grand final, Daniel Chick. <sighs> he told something that we all knew that they're all... Uh, what a fucking story up. and timing and everything. Like I'm a bitter fuckwit, basically, is what it came across as. But the crazy yeah. thing is he was on Big Footy just recently having a crack at pants cut <laughs> for stuff he said on the West Coast Eagles vlogcast and wanting the, all this stuff said about him deleted on the Bulldogs board about him taking drugs and shit and then he comes out and just says it anyway <laughs> Was that really him? Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, you think it was him? Yeah, well, ninety percent that was him. Yeah. So he, he, basically went up, he basically went after Pants Carl because he's a ranger. So. He doesn't like Pants Carl. Um, <laughs> and Pants Carl was like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> Daniel Hicks just fucking lost it. But it was amazing timing. Like the whole conversation was, "Oh, he's told the story three weeks ago." That doesn't make it any better. And it's still finals time, even if the Herald Sun chose to release it now. It's just like it does too much. Like apparently, it was a Hawthorne supporter who releases it or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. It was fucking Rita. Uh, Rita, yeah. Did she find it in a gutter outside a clinic in Ivanhoe? That's where they <laughs> just found her. Did off. you say that's where they found her? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, but just like her, give us a bad name. Fuck off, Rita. She's wearing the Subaru mold, isn't she? Oh, both of them. Fuck off, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we all go, fight, 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 fight. <laughs> Okay, like, seriously, every person that's fucking female and associated with sport in any way makes us look like fucking morons. Sam Lane, Rita Panahi, whatever her fucking name is. Get it together, you moles. What about Caro? Oh, fucking Caro. Caro burnt down Dane Swan's pub this week, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Who, bitter old mole. Who's the one sensible lady that always goes on about drafting? Is that oh, Emma, Emma Quayle? Quayle? Emma Quayle. Oh, Emma Quayle, because she doesn't annoy anybody. Emma Quayle does come up with some annoying shit at all times. She's pretty on the money with all the drafts. Yeah, she stuff. probably yeah. would know whether Jack Billings is moving. Clearly an intelligent, sensible woman. Essendon supporter, of course. Narrowly Meadows is quite she can't good. Be perfect, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't mind Narrowly. She's okay. What about Susie Olsen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well... Oh, she has her North connections. Morgs, what are you, your opinion on uh, Jennifer Kite and the uh, the whole uh, champagne <laughs> bottle thing? It's a Coke bottle, wasn't it? It was, it was a, a Coke, Coke bottle, bottle wasn't it? Yeah. It was a fucking 4.25 Coke bottle. <laughs> Oh. And, and and the serious note there was a thread on Big Footy that actually got lawyered lawyered up from Kite back you know in the early days of Big Footy. That was like two thousand and one or something. That's yeah, awful. her lawyer sent in a cease and desist 
when there was a thread about her and the Coke bottle. <laughs> Maybe true. she what? should have ceased and desist before she sat on it. Oh. <laughs> We're getting into some fucking murky territory. I don't know the story, though. Yeah, well, she got a Coke bottle stuck up. Johnny her. Diesel injected her. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had to have it removed. That's a really old story yeah. from, like, ages ago. It was Johnny Diesel from Johnny Diesel and the Ejectors was supposedly going out with her. And allegedly, she turned up at some hospital with something stuck somewhere. It might have been a Coke bottle in a place that was normally okay, but this was stuck pretty good. It was probably a lid and Chinese whispers is turned it into a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Anything can be a deal these days. <laughs> if you Google Jennifer Kite Coke bottle, <laughs> down the bottom it says, in response to a legal request submitted to Google, we've removed five results from this <laughs> And one of them is Big Footy. <laughs> no, Big Footy is still the third one. <laughs> That's the chief had gone, fuck you. Well, most in the US. The fourth one says about being stuck in her anus. <laughs> Let's get back to Daniel Chick. Anything else on him? Nine uh, digits, Banner. He fingered the whole team, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Has yeah. he got I, any fingers left? I mean, but he basically called out everything we knew, like, you know, Flatline Fletcher, um, Carlos. What's his name? Oh, Kerr. Always been a, a good Kerr, yeah. boy, uh, Chicky. And uh, good on him to drop that bombshell in the middle of the week. I don't know if it helped, but I know, think it certainly uh, was a distraction. The West Coast supporters treated him like they do someone they don't like. They boot him at the airport. <laughs> it's very concerning, though, that the family club brings out players that have drugs issues. Well, yeah, there it's, probably it's wasn't a cultural right that player with the drug he arrived. Really. They exploit pokies all the time. I mean, Hawthorne's culture is quite concerning. Well, look at it. I mean, you look at their history. You know, they've got mental issues. There's whatever the fuck's wrong with Dipper. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they um, trade a couple of the mental cases to North? about non Oh, yeah, like um, Jonathan Hay. Hay and yeah. Nathan Thompson, both. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't need reminding. Um, Franklin. There's a long list of people who've come out of Hawthorne fucked up. Let me tell you. Oh, what was that kid recently? He was Charlotte. a pretty good. Yeah, he was. He was apparently like going to be a top ten draft yeah, no, pick. Then he went to Hawthorne until he got Hawthorne. Yeah. Even now he's in, now he's in prison. Well, he got <laughs> hodged. Really good bloke took him <laughs> under his wing. And Charlotte, Charlotte was fucked up a long time before he got to Hawthorne. And I like I talk about Hodgie. Did you anyone with the, the, you know, the chosen few two when he was talking about pulling the player up having a drink <laughs> I was amazed at the grand final parade that Hodgie wasn't driving one of the fucking cars <laughs> yeah but he didn't run over any kids so that's how you could probably tell mm. oh, just on the um, driving cars at the parade I did enjoy um, Lakey and his kids stealing the Gatorade oh that uh, was Dan's goo the... oh okay must have missed it then and then uh, Sam Mitchell did the same as well with the um, the security car and then he was being chased by security so that was um, good uh... so in other words Hawthorne just fucking went full impunity after the siren did they they're doing Grand Theft Auto now if it's on the ground it's ours to fuck with well technically we stole the security car and then this big fat security guy is chasing Sam Mitchell who's driving the car sort of like Mad Jack on, on Caleb Daniel style <laughs> how did you like that by the way Morg yeah I loved it they were next to each other so good <laughs> I did watch the heat how did little Caleb to go get destroyed his legs were working out I was like a duck underwater but he just couldn't keep up so I'll say one last oh, thing on Chief. he did point your finger at a West Coast employee supplying him drugs and on that note we'll move on to John Warsfold being the Essendon coach <laughs> oh, fuck you so um and it wasn't ju- it wasn't illicit drugs it was pharmaceutical drugs wasn't yeah it? it was crushed up fucking Valium wasn't it or something so Essendon Premiers 2016 awesome no but uh, Warsfold has a degree in something doesn't he I wouldn't have a clue man this is where Strange, someone says, strangely I haven't so someone says pharmacy well, yeah we all know isn't... he's a pharmacist it's, yeah, yeah he actually is a pharmacist um, hey Duke she didn't know he was a pharmacist No, nah, he's avoiding the answer yeah I'm just dead betting you I'm just going nah <laughs> block nah Okay. No, thank you. Not interested. But it's quite interesting, though. I mean, Warsfold did look really jaded. You know, you know what's interesting? Trading rank. Jack Billings to us. <laughs> Wasn't that because Scott Selwood rooted his misses, though? <laughs> oh, there was all kinds of weird... I don't know what happened at the end of the tenure there where he lost interest and in, didn't want to do it anymore. Is it had a big footy room? I'd heard there was a bit of midlife crisis action going on and people saying he needs to buy a leather jacket and a motorcycle and go and hit the road or something. You know, and he'll be all right. And, and that's pretty much, you know, he's had a year or two out of the game. He says he wants to come back. Maybe he needs to turn Breaking Bad. <laughs> sure. You know, I don't mind that. Who would be his Jesse Pinkman? Goddard. Melksham. No, it'd be, be Zacharakis and he can go, <laughs> call me soft, you bitch. 
<laughs> yeah, I, was, I was thinking, you know, yeah, Jesse used to kind of get a little bit shitty. Got that's got Goddard temper tantrums on it. I was thinking Brent Stanton actually. He's got that kind of huh. <laughs> Stanton looks like a dopey dealer who'd be like, oh, I want some. So does Jesse Pinkerman. I wonder his name is. Oh, Tom Bell Chambers. But he's just a dopey cunt. <laughs> is Bell Chambers in your list of players that are wider investigated? And we have to point this out, and we did a few weeks ago, but Royals wants to hear this, and we will discuss this. How is it that John Warsfold didn't get the coaching bug back until Carlton had appointed someone and couldn't back out of it? And then he's ended up at Essendon, so he's actually basically said, you know what, nah, I'll coach the Essendon mess, but I ain't touching that fucking Carlton mess because phew, that, that shit's toxic. I mean, That's do you blame it, him? It, I, don't, I don't blame him. Part. I just think it's I mean, funny. who wants to go to a coach killer club? How many coaches have they gone through now since... <laughs> Seriously, they've gone, they've gone, so. they've gone through more coaches than we have prime ministers. Really? Well, Park and Britain since what ninety nine? Pagan, Pagan, yeah, Pagan, Ratton, Barker, Malthouse. Yeah, they probably have been. And no, I'm they... counting Kevin Rudd twice, man. Certain to be quite a big list. Mm. No wonder he doesn't want to go there. But still, it's a smart option to go to Essendon. Is he literally has a blank slate to do whatever he wants at that club? I mean, yeah. Let's be honest, he could pretty much tear yeah, up the, the list and the... do whatever. For all the lols at Essendon's expense, they have a much better idea of where they're at than Carlton. It seems because Carlton are appointing. Bolton on fucking salary deals for a year thinking that oh well if we don't like him we can always just sack him and start again because the list is going to be fine and they can't get rid of Cruiser they want to yeah. but they well they, they didn't can't. they signed him what a hollow fucking <clears throat> gesture that was the that other clubs knew that he had a broken down body so oh no we'll re-sign you what a hollow gesture that yeah. was well, wasn't there a Richmond player who was almost signed with someone else and they found he had a degenerative ankle oh no it was a Melbourne player Jack Jack, Jack Trango last year Richmond it was Third medical we did on him. Third medical. And Mel trying to hide Jack, it. I'm not really problems. serving suspension for drugs. Trengove. I've just been out of the game for two years. Mm. X-Files music. I don't know if you remember, but a long time ago, the announcement was made that they'll start the investigation into Melbourne when the one into Essendon is finished. I'm looking forward to that one. Are you? Well, it's like Melbourne can become any worse. So. Okay, where do we rate that on, say, the credibility factor? I rate that on a takes one to know one factor. <laughs> as in a definite story, as in a Jennifer Kite on one end, <laughs> or a Hawthorne <laughs> of the worst premieres of all time on the other end of the scale. Where does it fall? So it is a Jennifer Kite on one end and the Coke bottle on the other? Or is it? <laughs> I give that a three bottles into the kite. <laughs> I give it half a slab. Have we said enough about Warsfold? Yes, we said enough about Jennifer Kite. <laughs> There's plenty that can be said about that, but yeah, nothing else on Warsfold. Well, it'd be interesting to see how he goes because he had a very good team around him at West Coast. There was an argument that was he a decent coach at West Coast or he did he just had a, such a good team, you know, he's, any idiot could have won the flag. He's committed to bringing in names, I mean, particularly he wants Bunnell now. And apparently he, um, what's his name from the Gold Coast? His ex-teammate's going to come across. Guy McKenna. Yeah. It could mean Super Dodoro Brothers on the way out, though. Billings well is still not going to Essendon. That was the inside word. No, no he's not going the there. He'll get traded. Say, I mean, Fifey did touch on it, but a couple of weeks ago, or was it a week ago? I can't remember. But someone said that the Essendon news is that Worthwhile's going to be coach and Super Dodoro Brothers is out. So he's one from two so far. Yeah, I still haven't heard anything about, I mean, I have no idea what Worthwhile's intentions are, but I haven't heard anything about Dodoro being out. What's the green one called? Move. No, the green one's called Green Dodoro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Dangerfield's Declare Geelong. I wonder if he'll get there if this will turn into another one of those. What's that dude that used to beat up women who went to Carlton from Port? Nick Stevens. Nick Stevens. Nick Stevens. Well, there could be another Nick Stevens scenario. I think it's going to be hard if he does the national draft thing that we discussed last week, because no one's going to take him for a year at that price. Unless it's like you guys, and you do wind up with Billings and two first-rounders, you might do it. Yeah, you know, if we get four, five in Billings, and she, mm, yeah, exactly. and possibly um, Benell as well. So you know, is that is that from the Melksham trade? Yeah. Well, well that's, it's, a, you, that's you, a theory. You, I know it, it's a stupid theory, and I don't think it's going to happen. But well, the theory be good then, because then you can trade Carlisle to Carlton, get even more picks. <laughs> Uh, we get pick one. Yeah. Why not? You get waitering or whatever he's Waitering. Yeah. Jeez, I feel sorry for that guy. Oh, yeah. He's, he's meant to be an amazingly good defender and he's going to Carlton. Poor boy. And the crazy thing is he, he lives down Seaford Way, isn't he? Like in the um, Danny Long Stingrays? Mm. No. He has to go the other way. Yeah. Well, at least he'll have good coffee. Yeah, but anything on Dangerfield declaring Geelong, his manager said Moggs Creek or Bust and Adelaide should take the compensation. What? Has anyone actually seen his manager speak? He sounds like a bitch. Is it Paul Connett? Yeah. Paul Connett? Yeah. yeah. He's a whiny he's bitch. Yeah, but it was Dusty's manager, manager, wasn't he? He's is a he, 
he the one who was Dusty's manager? Fuck. That. And, and he's also Paddy Ryder's manager, and he did the whole Ryder out of his contract thing last year. Isn't he Beam's manager too? He's fucking half the league's manager. Yeah. His mode of negotiation is, yeah, you should just let my player do what he's asked. Correct. That's all he is. He's like, take the deal or fuck off. Well, listen, buddy, you don't <laughs> run shit. But most of them are flogs. I mean, Liam Pickering's the same. Oh, no, Pickering does the dirty deals behind the scenes. Have you ever heard of a nice player manager? or a good Kelly. Marty Pass. Considering they were all spawned effectively by Ricky Nixon, being a cunt is toot, toot. Um, it's just <laughs> part of the job description. Spawn of Nixon. <laughs> it's a little harsh comparing Ricky Nixon to Subaru like that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the point of Dangerfield going Geelong, I mean, that was, you know, as bad a secret as, you know, the West Coast Coke teams. and yeah, the five he, was, he was always going to Geelong. I don't know why it's been extra week for him to say, yes, Geelong in, from Victoria to Geelong. Like, what were they doing? Hoping to play Melbourne clubs or scare the Crows into... It's one of those open secrets that everyone knows he was going there. He wanted to go there. Geelong wanted him. Adelaide didn't want him to go. No one was going to ever say it out loud. It's like Ablett to Gold Coast. Everyone knew that was going to happen. It's the like there's a, there's a massive drug problem at Hawthorne. Everyone knows that. <laughs> no one's going to say it. You know. No, yeah, apparently... It's the Jennifer Kite thing as well. <laughs> no, apparently yeah. the rumour is that he will go via free agency to Geelong. Adelaide will get the compo pick. Then Geelong will trade the first rounder to Adelaide. For nothing. No, they'll have pretty, to trade it for something. Pretty sure, like, pretty fuck sure the AFL has rules that say they no. Have, no. They won't allow that. You can do it. Nick Del Santo went the same way. Yeah, but that involved Luke Delaney, who was... It's still a player. Too. It's still something. Does anyone remember the Veal deal? Yeah. It'll be just like that. That's, That's a send over like Jonathan Jordan Murdoch or some other... But they've got much. rules now that say you can't do that. I'm sure of it. Since yeah, the Veal deal. Yeah, there's some draft tampering rules, but I'm not sure it's actually yeah. closed this loophole yet. It's the I, AFL, I think... though. There's rules. They can change them just like that, and they will. It is inventing a pick out of thin air and kind of... Depends how much movement there is on the, the next year draft pick thing. Like, there's this whole other line of draft picks. Yeah, why don't future, they just trade that? Picks, which no, well, no one's talking about it. They might, but we, we don't know. They could all be on the table. That's how I think this possible Melksham how Benel deal could go down, is that they'll swap them all around and they'll do a swap of picks for this year and next year, and that way everybody kind of wins. That's the only way I think it could happen. But The deal will probably get done. My guess, and we'll come to these later, my guess is pick nine I, this year and the first next year. Maybe, plus maybe a pair of state lives. They're not going to need a first rounder for Henderson, surely. Carlton want one, don't they? What they want and what they'll get are two very yeah, different things. Someone should tell Carlton to go and get fucked on that. If they wanted to trade these players for a good price, they shouldn't have picked them for only half the games this year. And speaking of Carlton, I did enjoy the AFL telling Carlton to go and get fucked on their priority picks too. They weren't <laughs> going to get it. I did feel a bit bad for Brisbane, but then again... Brisbane don't deserve it. Neither of them deserved one. Good outcome. <laughs> You're with me on this one, right, Morgs? Do you think Brisbane deserves a priority pick? No, Brisbane don't deserve a fucking priority pick. <laughs> if oh, we didn't get a priority so. pick, no fucking club deserves Why would you get a priority pick? Brisbane, no. We were worse than Carlton and Brisbane over the last three years. You were down for like two years and then you've you kind of gone to go Melbourne. The argument is if Melbourne didn't get one, not St Kilda. Yeah, <laughs> Melbourne, not St Kilda. I and, want a but Melbourne, Melbourne, it was their own fault. Unfortunately for Brisbane, no one wants They to... overrated their list hardcore. Under Vossi and but, but a lot of people don't want to play for them. There's something really wrong up in Queensland. It must but... be it must be something wrong because I mean Queensland. It's not like you having to live in Adelaide or something like that. It's in, Brisbane's not a bad it's, city. Great it's, weather. It's, yeah. That's you gotta, Brisbane you gotta isn't near the theme parks. All right, that's the Gold Coast. No, come on. It's because oh, yeah, that's where the drugs are. You know, though. you've got to go and hang out with Leather after training in his hot tub, <laughs> and, and it gets super awkward. Well, no, you've got to hang out with Tom Rockcliffe. <laughs> yeah, there's something really wrong about Brisbane that they want to leave, and I do find it interesting that they've given a the ultimatum either sign with us or fuck off to Carlton in the preseason draft like yeah, you won't be traded you're, you're either going to stay or you're going to go to the first club that takes you in the draft yeah. Brisbane's just super toxic because fucking no one likes Tom Rockcliffe I mean <laughs> even his supposed best mates want to fuck off get away from him is he the Jose of the football world that's all harsh actually, on Jose I was going to say get more of a Bosque vibe for him you know he just sort of stands a little too close in the shower and you know is generally pretty yeah yeah I'm, I'm awesome yeah look how awesome I am I'm running around being awesome, doing nothing. So they can't look at all my stats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So Rockcliffe 2003. <laughs> nothing else on any of that. No, speaking of the real Jose, he just received full support of the board from Chelsea, so he's fucked. <laughs> so they're literally are going to tell him to fuck off. Jose. Yeah, really <laughs> let's, to him. <laughs> let's go to the questions. We have just one, and it was I can't remember who it was from, but where did Daniel Chick stay whilst he was in Melbourne for the grand final? Do you have any ideas? Good Luke Lodge's place. house. Yeah, I was going to say the Ivanhoe <laughs> Clinic. He obviously. Stayed at Swanee's no, pub. 
And he burnt the thing down on his way out. And they say it was two people. It's him and good bloke. They're out of out <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just expand on the, the jokes uh, Morgs made earlier and say maybe he was sleeping in the gutter with Rita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think that he was with Worsfold. Worsfold and him were staying there. They're getting their breaking bad on. <laughs> he's Jesse Pinkman. No, no, he's like the fat guy that was Pinkman's friend. <laughs> the fat Toby. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Bear, bear, bear. Badger. Badger. That's it. I knew it was an animal. It wasn't bear. The taller one. Yeah. yeah. No, the fat. No, the fat guy was the the one that got shot. Was the um the Mexican? It could. It could be that guy too. Pants Kyle actually dug up on the West Coast board the fact that Daniel Chick had posted on Facebook a sort of PDF screen print of his grand final ticket, and so anyone could have just grabbed that barcode and potentially gotten in with that. So I don't know it if could... there are any good stories from potentially a confrontation <laughs> between Chick and the security guards. Someone needs to add that to the sneaking into the grand final thread on the main board. <laughs> I printed out the barcode from Daniel Chick's tickets and got him. <laughs> and then well, Daniel Chick gets well, the other, the other... <laughs> Yeah, Daniel Chick starts melting on someone else's ball. The other news was um, the North players getting pissed at the cricketer's arms. What was this? They got pissed and abused a woman. Yeah, they threw their keys over the fence or something like that and started abusing this chick. Oh, they didn't send Majak around to retrieve the keys. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but she didn't know who they were because North are nobodies. Apparently she was like, who the fuck is Kanye Turner. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, then he tackled her and knocked her out. Did they have a rubber chicken with him at all? Were they filming? That's Adam Simpson. That's not us. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they did say that they told me to go away in not the nicest terms. So I'm guessing it was, move, bitch, get out of the way. <laughs> that is officially the only way to tell somebody to move. <laughs> Reading it, though, it's a bit tame. In the end, she kind of does uh, boys will be boys type of thing and shrugs her shoulders. <laughs> None of them are boys. They're all 30. The only good thing about it was the bit that took her three days to figure out who they were. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, like, she's like, they're kangaroos. I don't, I'm not following you. A local football club because she didn't know any of them. <laughs> what a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> oh, I'm getting disapproving looks. <laughs> it's okay, Anal, you can change teams. You can come to Collingwood. You won't be the youngest person there. Get on the Hawks bandwagon. I mean, we're going to win the next seven flags in a row. So, well, if, if you want to support a club that wins flags that aren't all that great, then yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Flags that go down as history is kind of weak. <laughs> Northern Lights could be the anti-Suze, man. He'd be the anti-Suze because she went Hawks to North. Now he can go North to Hawks and, the, and balance all, you know, the balance in the force and all that shit, man. So, it, would that mean that North would get all the flags now? <laughs> yeah, it would. Okay, Northern Lights, you have to make a sacrifice and go. Sorry. <laughs> You're now Hawkey Lights. <laughs> oh, actually, I think you have to get rid of Suze to exercise that particular. Well, how the hell are we supposed to do that? She's like staying on a mattress. Sh- She's stuck <laughs> there forever. Uh, uh, something like. Let's move on to this week on the Bay. Thread of the week. I'm liking Bender's club champions yeah, thread. Yeah, that's exploded. It's a difficult one, though, because Mofra's bottom 50 had quality not, melts. Not just, so had some quality uh, melts. They're not in there anymore, though. I believe they've been moved. <laughs> To, to it's, the blue thread. That's how melts look from here. <laughs> no, I nominate Ben as official Bay 13 club champion. Yeah, have to go Sanctioned by an official club champion. Um, yeah, I'd have to go with Benders, but I'm going to give Teachers one a mention. Things that Jack Darling drops. It's not bad. I like our new entry. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's When English is wrong, I can't read it properly. <laughs> I fumble over the words. Have a crack, man. Because Fifey, the Attention. title pretty much sums it up. I mean, yeah. have a crack. <laughs> how how for does Saints look from here? Does no, yeah. does for how Saints look here. <laughs> it's like a tongue twister for five. <laughs> Have a go, man. It's a Shakespeare soliloquy. Do, do, does for how Saints look from here? Does for how Saints look from here? <laughs> but it's only good because of the first line of the OP that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> well, I mean, we do you we, agree? <laughs> absolutely everyone said the same response. Ant reads it out and then everyone goes, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it, does for how? So no other thread the week noms? No, nah, just give it Benders. Is give it Benders. Well, we've, we've got a title right. for the vlogcast, Does for How Vlogcast. <laughs> does, does for How Vlogcast yeah. sound sounds right like here. retard Shakespeare. <laughs> Sue Shakespeare. <laughs> and the byline, you know, the, Actually, the title the, sums it up. <laughs> when I put this together, you know how I have all those talking points and stuff, all the descriptions of what's in there? I should fuck about the order of every single <laughs> vlog of the week. Yeah. What do we got? I'm going to 
porn poster in Mothra's bottom city. Gunstool? Fucking flogs. It's got to be one of them. Hawk, Gunstool, 555, Waverly, uh, Catabarb. They're all just going... What about Geelong Crazy 26 for not only fucking (laughs) starting those threads three years ago, but for coming back and trying to defend them by saying, you know, Hawthorne's flag don't count because they were in a weekend competition, (laughs) as in weekend as opposed to weekday. (laughs) I've got to go for again, Hawthorne supporters. Sorry, what's his logic there? Weekend as into weekday. That sounds ridiculous. He just can't spell weekend. (laughs) You know that whole misspelling thing, his his little thing to get the Hawthies in and replying to his posts? Geelong Crazy 26 was the old school bay where he just, all he had to do was write something stupid about Hawthorne and 200 pages later you have all his Hawthorne (laughs) melts at him. (laughs) He was a reverse hodgepodge, except hodgepodge kind of means that he was taking the piss and, you know, purposely misspelling his words and shit like that. I'm going to go for Hawthorne supporters on the main board. For the logic that Wingard is a worse player than Rioli because Wingard is less injured and plays more games. <laughs> so that, that makes less sense than how for was Saints. <laughs> Could we just say Hawthorne supporters in general? Yes. 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 Fuck off. Like, what are you doing melting in Mofra's thread? Go and, I don't know, get your dicks out and go over <laughs> each other. Yeah. Like Tom Boyd, you fucking losers. They've clearly run out of sayos and they're angry. Yeah. <laughs> Even Penal, because I did not like the way you were judging us on Friday. We were pretty fucked, man. Just give it to Penal this week. Have we ever given it to someone who's actually been on the podcast yeah, at the time? Each. Yeah, we gave it to Marvin. Uh, Penal's been good. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Yeah, leave him alone. Stop <laughs> pinging Actually, we could also give it to some of the Fremantle supporters who've made a miraculous return since West Coast got beaten. <laughs> they are a little up and about, aren't they? Yeah, did, did Spoken For come back? I've just seen one of his threads has been bumped, so I'm guessing he's back. I don't know who else we could give it to. Hawthorne supporters in general, though if I was to nominate one, I'd say Gunstall 555. Yeah. Is, isn't he the one that melted last year over Shawmakers being in? Yeah, he's the same one who melted over Clangers. I don't remember his posting anywhere in between the 11 months between, but I remember his melt last year and I remember his melt this year. The whole fucking club, just give it to them all. Including Penal. Get fucking cunts. <laughs> Teachers <laughs> need to white knight him and say he's untouchable, so. <laughs> you don't have a protector. Last week's poll, well, everyone was wrong because no one picked Jack Darling. I picked Jack Darling. Leon Day. You didn't vote for him, cunt. No one voted for him. I did. But... You just didn't get my Skype call. And I had him, had Darling <laughs> ready to go and. Moral <laughs> prediction, eh? And, and what was the other predictions? Because I got them yeah, too. See, <laughs> and the significant thing was 38.8% said Jack Watts will never win a Leon Davis because no one will ever give Melbourne pick 24. And the rest were, yeah, obviously wrong. Let's go to look into next week. I'm going to go trade week. And yeah, I'm going to get predictions on where we think certain players will end up, what it will cost. So we'll start with Dangerfield. Two first rounders and steak knives going toward Adelaide. Crows will end up sooking and taking the conversation pick and taking their bat and ball and going home back to Adelaide. And the world will go on, except for in South Australia, where 10 still. <laughs> yeah. And no one cares. Dangerfield isn't going to Geelong. He's just foxing. <laughs> oh, so now you're back on that wagon. You were on, you got off, now you're back on. No, he thinks he's going to the dogs. Well, no, I mean, after we've sort of retired Lake, which I didn't think that we were going to do, <laughs> it's obvious that we're making a play for a big name. So it's not the defender like Jake Carlisle. No, so Billings is going to Hawthorne. <laughs> Okay. We don't need Jake Carlisle. You want to throw makers down? You do we now that we need a Dangerfield it. type. You won't get Dangerfield. Uh, Hadouken? Uh, he said he'd come back in a minute, but he did, did have a few theories on all these crazy trades they were going to do when Super Dodoro was, you know, pl- make your own trade week or whatever. And four or five and Billings. Yeah. Actually, get um, Steve Johnson. Find his princess and all that stuff. No. Steve Johnson. Stevie Gold Data Coast. Frio. No, Gold Coast. Two-year deal plus three years as assistant coach. Stand through by a certain Mr. Gary Ablett Jr. Geelong fucked up last year when GWS was going to offer him pick seven. Yeah, they should have taken it. And so should have Stevie J. Four more years. Yeah, man. He would have been laughing. Geelong just don't know how to do list management. Where are they talking yeah. about him going now? GWS still? Or? I can't agree there with Penal. I mean, at this stage of their um, life cycle, they need more youth, more draft picks. And what they're doing, they're going after Henderson, they're going after Dangerfield, and apparently someone else is in their sights, Lewenberger. So they're going for older players, which is going to cost off. Chris Scott is following Brad's lead. Yeah. You just have to look at their ruck situation. They ditched uh, Trent West and Oren Stevenson for fucking Reese Stanley and Hamish McIntosh. Good work, guys. That was an excellent trade on our behalf, I'm just saying. Must have killed and made out like bandits. I did the <laughs> predictions comp today and I actually researched the answers on that. And one of the questions was who will play more games, Reese Stanley?
Stanley or Hugh Goddard. So in the first year when Reece Stanley should be offering greater returns than Hugh Goddard, they played the same and Goddard didn't debut till after the bye. <laughs> so St Kilda have basically already won within one year. And like normally that would sound a bit injury trollish, but Stanley was always injury yes. prone and Geelong knew the risk and knew what they were getting into. 100%. Oh, come on. I'm going to put my Adam H hat on and say he's worth a number one draft pick and St Kilda were robbed. <laughs> well, if Geelong were going to be stupid enough to pay 21, we should have asked for a better pick. Hadouken, did you have a Dangerfield prediction? What do you think will happen? Who what will be given up? Oh, shit. I think he'll get there eventually. How will happen? Paul Connors just keep asking, saying, please, just let him. Just well, let him go. What have they got now? Nine or something? Geelong's got nine. Yeah, I reckon that they'll push for nine. And I think Geelong will end up having to give up nine for him. That's how it'll work. Okay. Carlisle, what do we think happens with Carlisle? Five and Billings. Yeah, I'm thinking to St Kilda for Billings and some steak knives to St Kilda as well. That's St Kilda to either pick five or two second rounders. Billings is off the table. Baines has come out, said, no, not having it. It's totally oh. calm, man. It's going to be some paper bags under the table type of thing. And he, he doesn't he does want to drive to Seaford. I mean, I live probably 20 minutes from Seaford. I don't want to drive to Seaford. I'm close to him. <laughs> if he's earning 800k as reported from St Kilda, move to fucking Brighton, you weak cunt. Right? So Seaford is still like a 40-minute drive, isn't it? Yeah, but it's Brighton, so he gives a shit. He'd be living close to Sam Newman. Yeah, he's still got to go to Seaford where there's no coffee. <laughs> you know, Brent Harvey lives out in the bush. He has to drive an hour plus to get to training every day. But he gets a free car. <laughs> also oh, yeah. takes an hour. Draw, didn't That's he? two hours out of his day that he doesn't have to hang around with Mrs. Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> no, she drives him to training and picks him up again and goes, there you go, and pats him on the head and he runs off to training. <laughs> his little backpack. Yeah, and he goes, you forgot your kiss. And he goes, oh, you're embarrassing me. Also, Cookson's counting the two years into their rebuild. They're ahead of you, so why wouldn't he go to Carlton over you? Well, apparently all his best mates are at Carlton. Like who? Oh, no, that's some bullshit Carlton supporters have been saying. I didn't know Carlton had anyone in his age bracket. If St Kilda are smart, they'll move heaven and earth to get Carlisle. <laughs> Including Billings. <laughs> yeah. Carlisle or Stevie J, anyone got anything else on those? I do think Stevie J might be heading to Frio, which mm. would be a uh, good source of... Well, that's what Jose said. A lot of clubs are sniffing at Stevie J. No one's formally offered. I think he's going to have a choice of where he wants to go. I think he'll end up at the Colas. I reckon there'll be one trade that none of us will see coming, but... Do you want to have a guess at what it might be? Oh, Dangerfield's a Hawthorne, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Watts to Essendon. Ooh. Yep. For what? Like a second round pick. No, pick 20. Square of spongy floor. Melbourne said pick 20. So you've got something around that. Pick 20. Give them Yeah, a... yeah well, we will. If we get like a second round pick somewhere for somebody, like maybe Dempsey to the Gold Coast or something. Yeah, we'll use it on Jack Watts. So is that information that you've got or is that just something no, that you just, would like just, to see? That's just completely out of my ass. I have nothing yeah. on that, really. I wouldn't be unhappy if we did something like that. No, I reckon just, you give Watts pulling, a new club and... You're just pulling yeah. shit out of your ass yeah, like how you absolutely. said Hawthorne were the worst premiership team <laughs> <laughs> they are. Name a worse one. Adelaide 97. Hawthorne last year and then Hawthorne the year before. <laughs> Yeah, long 2009. A Hawthorne 2008. Yeah, well, that's the worst one. They Bradbury. Um, McCarthy, I think McCarthy will go to Fremantle. I think it's going to cost them two first-rounders and steak knives, or it might cost them a first-rounder and Neil. You know, they're desperate to get it done, and they will do what it takes. It'll be Lockie Neal in their first-rounder, guaranteed. They have to get it done. Yeah, exactly. Like If they don't give Lockie Neal up, they're going to have to find someone in that bracket of, I don't know, like they don't have many young players, but maybe they'll have to give up, say, a Weller and two firsts. They have to get so far fucking aggressive with the Giants to get it's this deal done. Because, because, free to because get the away. Giants can play hardball because he's got two years left yep. on this contract. I think he'll be in Frio at the end of the trade period because I think they're desperate enough. Well, if they're determined to get it done, yeah. then they will give the Giants an offer they can't refuse. And they need to be determined to get it done. Yeah, because I'm the window's s- shut otherwise. Yep. I'm seeing someone going to Richmond. Richmond will trade in the high-class midfielder this window. Who, who from? Like, there aren't many There aren't many on the table. What Seedsman? <laughs> Come on, come on, he's so good. We, no, I'm, not, I'm never allowed to talk shit about him. Why don't you want him? Because you're talking high-class midfielders, not high-class father-son producers. <laughs> but so I just see it coming because Richmond, they need a midfielder to go further up into the premiership charge. So. Maybe, but I don't think there's any left available now. We had a dip at Benall, but I don't think there's any left for Would us. Would you take Brent Stanton? No. What about Melksham? You maybe can help him. No, Melbourne. Melbourne can keep him. <laughs> Would you take Jack Watts for your <laughs> second rounder? 
fuck, no. You have um, a history of taking mediocre Carlton players and making your seventh best player, so... Oh, Tom Bell. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we might take Tom Bell. He's I actually not that bad. No, I think he's handy. At- I was thinking someone worse than Bell, like, you know... Like no, Matthew I'd Watson take him. or Jason Tart or something. Yeah. No one takes Tart. Does <laughs> anyone else have any thoughts on McCarthy? What I do like about McCarthy, you know, if he goes, that's another not- contracted young player out of GWS. Yeah, but they'd have got him for King's Ransom each time. But I'm glad that they're losing these players because it's a fucking joke the way they were set up. And uh, apparently Tumpus has requested a trade from Melbourne. Where to? Uh, yeah, going back to his buddy Ollie, I guess. He basically wants his mum's home cooking type of thing. <laughs> Enjoy that, Port Adelaide. Um. They might be able to de-Melbourne him. Well, but it worked with, um, worked with Pollock. He was a very footballer. Yeah, but the problem with Tumpus is he's not exceptional in anything. Like, his disposals soft. is average. He Yeah, he's soft. He, he's not that quick. And he's been Melbourne. Yeah. Like, admittedly, he's probably on roughly the same currency as Melksham, except the difference is Port are going to actually value him at what he's worth instead of Melbourne, who are going to value him at 400. The, the, the fucking Melksham comparison is brilliant because I can't think of a better example of a soft footballer who has no skills. <laughs> Melbourne are trading out young Melksham for old Melksham. But enough about Matt Suckling. <laughs> no, he's soft as butter, but at least he can, you know, kick the ball well. He does have decent disposal, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's out of bounds on the fools, a pinpoint precision job um, every time. It's like, boof, oh, straight to that guy in the third row. Yeah. Five goals in three finals. Chris Yaron, what happens there? He goes nowhere. He's going to stay at Carlton. This is Dustin Martin part two. I think he ends up at a club, not Richmond. I think Richmond don't trade. I think he stays at Carlton. I think really? they'll, they'll shop him around. No one will want to pay what Carlton asks. I think someone like Melbourne or Brisbane are going to jump. Yeah, I think that uh, bridge has well and truly been burnt at Carlton, yep. unless well, something radically changes. Richmond don't give up the first Carlton, don't take the second, and someone comes in in between with an earlier second, which is where Brisbane. I'm thinking Melbourne or Brisbane. Yeah, McKay basically said they're only going to accept a first rounder. They won't be accepting a first rounder, but they'll lower their expectations to a high second, and it will be someone like. But he's still under contract. They could. But they don't want him. According to the, the interview, it was um, more Yaron wanting to leave than them wanting to lose him. Yeah, but as has been said, once the bridge is burnt like that, I don't think they hang on to him because he can walk as a free agent next uh, year. How many yeah. times has he been fucking dropped for off field or attitude yeah, issues? Yeah, like by three different coaches. We said how many coaches can't. So, have three so when is Yaron going to go pictured? <laughs> I see he's going to GWS, you're saying. How about Jack he's Redden? Going... I don't even know where Redden's going. Does anyone want Redden? West Coast, right? Redden would be a decent pickup for most teams. Redden's like the one player who's going somewhere that no one actually knows where they're going, but he's leaving. I mm. thought he wanted to go to WA. But yeah, West Coast didn't want him. Yeah, right. I'd heard Freo was the one that was looking at him. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the other un- unrestricted free agent that's out of contract is Jared Grant. <laughs> Carlton. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Carlton has a habit of picking up us wraps. Sell Geelong, that's the other one you were thinking yeah. of before when you mentioned the old ones to Geelong, Selwood to Geelong. He could fill the void left by Josh Bootsma. <laughs> Harley Bennell. Hadouken's already said Essendon. But the difference between Bennell and you know, like a Garland is he actually has runs on the board. He can play footy. Yeah, he's a functional junkie. Yeah. I reckon this well, one will be... Well, then he's going to is it? <laughs> no, I reckon this one will be the Dustin Martin 2.0 and, you know, a deal won't get done like what we've seen with Richmond. Nah, Richmond they won't go on. Difference is we never wanted to be rid of Dusty. Dusty wanted to move. There's no coming back for Ben Orr. Yeah, Gold Coast will shop him or delist Because well, Ablett will forgive him. It's very Christian <laughs> of him if he just throws Ben Orr out. So. That's right. He'll, 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 so... In. he'll still come in. They'll all have a little bit of a chant to sing and they'll all be all right. You'll get on the 12 steps. That's right. They'll move him from the Five party power. boy side to the Hillsong side and they'll be right. Maybe he can go to Melbourne and join his um, mate. I'm firming on Essendon now that they've thrown their hat in. I don't think Freo are going to get him because I think they're going to throw the kitchen sink at McCarthy. They won't be able to get Ben or... Oh, how typical. All the druggies and all the pharmacists are going at Essendon. Yeah, you're going to be you're going to be an entertaining club next year. We'll either win everything or we'll all drop dead at halftime. It'll be awesome. You'll win the off-season ladder too. I <laughs> That's if anyone gets any points. <laughs> um, anyone else got any theories on Ben? Might be coming to North. He does not fit the age profile. Yeah, he's like 10 years too young. He did a tour at, at the club over the weekend. That's that's as much as I can tell you. And that chick who lives next to the cricketer's arms. Oh, that's an off player. <laughs> There's that troublesome boy. Yeah. He's the one who does lines. <laughs> James H. What do we think there? Staying. He resigns with Brisbane. <laughs> who said it? Did I hear Hawthorne? This is like the most obvious one of the whole trade period. What, you're going oh. to try and get him the same way you got John O'Rourke. Why do you want another squib? Yeah. Talk about oh. concerning youth. You don't want H. Watch what his, what his draft highlights. We'll, we'll de-Brisbane him. Watch his draft highlights. He's done fuck all. He was worse than Lewis Taylor. He couldn't get into the Brisbane lines this year with their 
fucking injury list, and you can't put it all down to homesickness. No, he, he's literally picked after the worst beams. <laughs> wow. He's Tumpus <laughs> Melksham territory, I think. Well, right, well, he's a bit lower than that, to be honest. He's worse than that? Yeah, yeah Melksham's played James. some good games. Hey, um, seriously, James Ace is lower than shuck shit. <laughs> you just fucking butt hurt over 2002 and 2003 oh, still. Yeah, that's why. I'm you're, you're just upset because, Penal, this is your big move. Ha <laughs> ha, we're going to get James Ace. None of you are going to see it coming. <laughs> and we're like, ha ha, he's a potato. <laughs> you know, oh, so have him. We can, we can, we can make him look awesome. really good in a good side, you know. Oh, no, like, um, you've, just, you, you've, you've just made Hadouken's argument earlier of the worst yeah. friendship team ever. <laughs> yeah, a whole bunch of it's spots a, it's made It's a straight look swap, really suckling for... Aish. Now, this is seriously no, no. what you do to heal every week. You make They've a already, look okay. They've already officially said no to suckling. They've actually said, we're the worst team in the competition and we don't want him. Because <laughs> <laughs> it will apparently damage their compensation reward for Lundberger or something. That's why it's going to be a trade for Aish. <laughs> <laughs> right, assuming trade, what are you going to give Brisbane? Because suckling's not enough. What, what do you mean? They should, they'd be giving us fucking pick two plus Aish for suckling. He's oh, a triple I- friend. Player. That's how good he is. Oh. I'm sorry. So is Cameron Rooney, and I wouldn't give up fucking fried <sighs> shit for him. Seriously, you need to throw in some steak knives. Not hey, everyone can bend Brisbane Cyril, over at the trade. They need a key position. Send them clangers. <laughs> Obviously, pick, not pick to mention two is the being fact that, facetious, but I reckon I'm interested to know, 20 for suckling. That, are, they some, are they going to do like a full psych exam on suckling before he gets there? Yeah, because he sleeps with the light on. <laughs> well, no, just Hawthorne has a history of trading players out who turn out to be actually quite mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> got, I've got a theory on, on Seriously, that. Seriously, being covered in brown and gold would fucking do that. So are you, are you saying they might trade Hodge because cracks are starting to appear, ramming people into posts, <laughs> drink driving? Is that Let's go full Bent Cousins. The only reason Buddy is mentally ill is because Buddy misses his mates, you know? Jordan Lewis is clearly stressed about something. All his hair's falling out. But Hale... It's probably because he's a full new head dad. Head. He's stressed about being a dad. That's all it is. Yeah. Sam Mitchell had triplets and his hair's not falling out. He's just neat. Well, it's genetics. We all have yeah. different genetics. That's Mitchell why... Is, Mitchell is just a psychopath, so he just deals with it. You know, with his knees and his elbows and late hits and smiles. Shit. Yeah, yeah. He's just a nasty piece of work. Yeah, he's, he's a little jab-jab, Hawthorne. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Josh Gibson has severe narcissism. He, joined, he got that when he joined uh, Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Right. He fucking had that from his North days because fucking North always playing the victim and making the it thing he, no, The only thing he did at North was he banged his head on the toilet. That's about it. What? He was in the same toilet as um, Duck and... Shut up, Ben L. The only thing he banged in a toilet. Any last uh, predictions or anything on Trade Week? Seedsman gone to whoever wants him. Fuck off. Does for how Trade Week look from here. Does for how Trade Week look for Seedsman. Not good. He'll end up at the Bryan. So, so where do you reckon Michael Talia will go? He will be at North Melbourne. Sydney. North Melbourne Sydney? will have yep. Sydney. You don't reckon he's going to be with his brother at Adelaide? <laughs> I'd heard Adelaide was pretty much a no, done they, deal. They've burnt that bridge and Sydney are desperate. Because I know both Sydney and Ta- um, Adelaide have given him, put a contract in front of his face. So. <laughs> I reckon the Cole is just so desperate. Sydney would want that sweet, sweet inside info. Alright, so this was our last episode for about three, four weeks, I think. So um, until the end of the trade period and until we can find teach again yeah we're still waiting on those the last of those grades I give Hawthorne an F minus <laughs> for being worst. the worst premiership team seeing how seeing how fucking biased you guys are the cunt probably would do that like <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a, just becoming a joke. This week is was meant to be the goo cast, and yet it's become the fucking let's all hang shit on Hawthorne and Penal cast. Well, Penal, you can only blame your Hawthorne brethren for this because the last three days have been fucking horrible on the bay. The goo explosion has just been. Oh. But that's then what the it's melts meant to be like. Then the melts turn. Why are they melting over frogs? Melt- yeah. Melted goo is a terrible smell. <laughs> Well, maybe, um, and Cookie's maybe, talking from experience here, so let, let him go. Maybe they're <laughs> melting over Frawley because someone incorrectly said he was the 35th worst player of the year, kind of like someone incorrectly said that Hawthorne were the worst premiership side of all time. And, why, and why I, I it, melted over that. What's the 35th worst player of the year? He just pulled out a couple of good games at the end. And why does that burn you also? Well, I don't really care. It's just... It's oh, no, you care. You're all posting because... like you care. <laughs> When I don't really care, I just don't talk about it. I'm here to try and educate people, like <laughs> like Matt Stevick, the school teacher. I want to follow in Stevick's footsteps. That's why I 
wore his Guernsey to that Geelong game a few weeks ago. <laughs> so I just want to educate people. Zero's <laughs> educated. Now, fuck off. All right. So, yeah, this was the forecast for the postseason wrap. Starburns joined by Ant. See you later. Hadouken. Goodbye, Bay, and see you next year. Dan. See ya. Morgs. Hi. Cookson. Sayonara. And Penal. You're all a bunch of flogs, except Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Listening, and we'll see you, Thank in, you. in a couple of weeks. <laughs>